Watching at home, DCK Productions proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world. Uh, the greatest podcast in the world? Suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. I appreciate it if you both suck it. Suck it. We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. And welcome, everybody, to Socket. I am the great and powerful king of kings, prince of all that is awesome. Derek, how the fuck is everybody tonight? It is a Monday, September 28th of the horrible year that has been 2020. We are getting closer and closer and closer to the end of the year, which hopefully the new year will bring new beginnings and happiness and smiles and all that other good stuff that comes along with a new year. Because the Lord knows we need it. Just, you know, one of those days, one of those weeks, one of those years. Sounds like a fucking friend song, doesn't it? Yeah. Bet you didn't realize how bad it was going to be back then when they wrote that song. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. But anyway... Tonight, we're here to talk some fun stuff. We're going to talk a little bit of mental health. We're going to talk a little bit of mental wellness and fitness and a little bit of everything. You know, kind of like everything that we kind of do all in one show. Um, And we're going to be funny. We're going to have some fun and just do some stuff. Because you know what? The world needs more laughter in the world. I don't want to have another serious conversation. I want to have some fun tonight. I have too many serious conversations, and I need to laugh every once in a while, and I think tonight's going to be that night. Tomorrow night, though, not going to be a laughing night. Nope. We'll get to that later, though. But tonight, I have with me an actress, a fitness instructor, a Pilates instructor, a mental wellness coach, just an overall really, really cool individual that I can't wait to have a conversation with. So please, without any further ado, please welcome to the show, Miss Hillary Carwin. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, after a long weekend of not doing anything, I needed one extra day to recover, and I just couldn't recover today. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what happens when you work from home. <laughs> it's tiring. Even if it's like doing nothing, it's tiring. Like, get it. Yeah, exactly. Not you know, 
I bring the computer upstairs with me sometimes, and I just like you know lay in bed and just like ah, I can do everything right here. What do I need my, what do I need my studio for? I don't need to go down there. <laughs> so how's everything going for you? Good, you know it has its every day. I feel like is an emotional uh, journey. So today's good. I got some pastries, and so it was a good start to my day. What'd you get? I'm, I'm oh, we got some real good. Some like so these amazing chocolate cookies from Brady's Bakery. Oh, they're like the most amazing things I've ever eaten. So yeah, I'm not allowed to have chocolate chip cookies anymore. Well, I went back on keto today, and I'm starting to regret that decision. Now you're talking about chocolate chip cookies. Uh, <laughs> no, they're too good. I'm sorry. There's some keto ones out there. Some keto friendly ones I've tried. There, there are no good. Keto chocolate chip great. cookies. They're not good. You know what? They taste like coconut oil, which is fine, but that's like the majority of the taste. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that's a lot of the taste of the pastries with 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 yeah. keto is that coconut oily or coconut flour taste. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, maybe it's a coconut flour taste. Yeah, it's it's no good. <laughs> so <laughs> you've been keeping busy during this crazy and wild time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been teaching maybe six days a week. And then, but yeah, yeah. Most of my day is teaching. And then I go out for my little, my run walk every day, which is like my time to like decompress. So yeah. you're, but you're teaching virtually, right? Yes, I'm teaching virtually. Mm -hmm. How has that experience been like? You know, the first day I did it, I freaked out because I did not know what I was, it, like my lighting was weird. And I'm obviously like, I've been an actress, you know, for a while ever. So couldn't figure out my lighting. So that was strange. And then I didn't know how to let people in and people were asking me for the Zoom password. Like it was a whole, a whole rigmarole. And then I started doing it and I actually am into it. I want to continue to do it even when we're back in real life. I'm. I love not spending 25 minutes to drive to a studio. It's great. Yeah. I mean, that commute from my bedroom to the basement is also, you know, pretty fun too. So I get it. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I don't... yeah. You can roll from your bedroom. Exactly. Like, oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the whole working from home thing has, you know, has presented a whole new level of challenges, though. Um, you know, some people walked to work, some people rode their bike or whatever the case might be. Or, and now with most people, you know, that have office jobs working from home, you know, they've lost a lot of that, uh, that umph, that pep in their step, you know, the quarantine 15 is, is, is yeah. a real thing. Um, and not many people are realizing the, the stress that it's putting on their body and their mind. And, you know, they're thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'm great. You know, I don't have to worry about the stress of driving to work every day or I can just, you know, kind of dictate my own schedule if I'm working from home, blah, 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 blah. But in reality, they're all they're doing is getting complacent. What the hell is that? <laughs> there's a person with someone drilling the <laughs> next door. <laughs> Does that happen? I'm going to take you outside of my balcony because that was very aggressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean – it's it, you know am i am i right on that yeah i mean it's easy i think what happens is easy when you're working from home to not if you were you should if you were 
used to, your routine was going to the gym or going somewhere and that you had, you know, your two days a week of like when you lifted and that was your routine. When you're stuck at home, because you're no longer doing that, it's hard to get motivated to do something inside. And you're like, well, what am I gonna do? I don't know. And then you watch some YouTube videos and you're like, okay. And then you get distracted and you go to the fridge or you get distracted and someone's texting you. There's, it's creating new patterns and, and adapting in a different way. So saying, okay, I've got, I'm gonna give myself 25, 30 minutes. I'm gonna put on this video, or if you have, you know, you know what you're doing, you grab your weights and you have to like actually tell yourself, I'm going to sit here and do this. And that's what I think is really difficult because when you don't go outside your home and, and you're forced into a, into a space, you're creating that on your own. So it's like accountability, being accountable for yourself. Which I think is really hard. It's really hard. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, you know, prior to the pandemic, you know, even during the pandemic, I, before I became a full-time host doing this, um, I was, you know, doing this and I was a, a retail district manager. So I was constantly on the road, constantly moving around, visiting different stores here and there. But my gym was like right de smack de in the center of my entire district. So I can just hit that on the way, you know, hitting a store or hit on the way home or at my lunch, whatever the case might be. It was right there. And then when the pandemic hit, obviously everything closed up and... So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy some DDP yoga. So I went and bought some DDP yoga. And it's sitting it's sitting in my room, untouched. Yes. <laughs> I know. I feel like you get excited about certain things. It's like, you know, when, like the new year and your new year resolution is like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to all this stuff. And you like get, get excited and get all the stuff. And then when it comes down to actually doing it, when you think of your home, I, I think this is the the issue is when we think of our home, you know, our, our living room is for when we're sitting watching TV. Our bedroom is for going to sleep. Your kit, your you know, kitchen is for making food. So when you're introducing, so, like working out into one of those spaces, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel natural yeah. because you use that space for something else. And that's why they say don't you know eat in your bedroom because what happens is you're associating eating in certain in certain spaces or something. It's like Eric. Yeah, <laughs> that makes any sense. So it's hard to introduce working out in your living room because that is does not feel natural. Yeah. So what you're saying is that that 1 a.m. bowl of cereal that I have every day, I should not do it anymore? Hey, you live your life. I love I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I need my Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I used to wake up every day. It was so crazy. For like a month, I would wake up every day at like 3 a.m., I convinced myself it was time for breakfast. I would look at my clock and I, in my head, that three o'clock in the morning meant 7 a.m. And I would just go eat. And then like five minutes into when I was eating, I'd realize, oh, this is the middle of the night. And I'd go back to sleep. It was a real crazy thing. Yeah. I mean, back in my day, back in my day, um, before, you know, when I was a professional wrestler and an MMA guy, um, you know, I was doing two a days plus hitting the, you know, the, the gym at night. So wow. it was like, you know, I was going in the morning and I was going in the afternoon. And then after the afternoon, I went home and ate and then I went, you know, to the gym and, you know, practice, sparred, whatever. Um, it was it, it was five days a week. I was just constantly, constantly, constantly. But then since I broke my neck and I'm not working toward any other goal than just feeling better. I don't see the, the point of it anymore. You know, I'm still like, okay, you know what? I still look good at, you know, my 245. I'm still pretty healthy. I'm still pretty muscular. I don't work out as much anymore. But, you know, I got this. Yeah. But, again, you know, it's 
I don't have to go out and fight with my shirt off. I don't have to impress anybody anymore. I don't have to choke anybody out. So it's like, why bother to put my body through that again? And that I think a lot of people have that same type of mentality. They were, they were fit, fit in high school or college or whatever, played college ball, maybe even a little NFL. And then all of a sudden they retired and now it's like, okay, do I still need to do that? You know, and then kind of fall off the wagon. Yeah. So in cases like that, what do you, like say for instance, me, you know, someone like me, um, who I did it, still did it for a long time. And I found my motivation. My motivation was just staring at myself in the mirror and going, damn, look at these guns. But, <laughs> but, but a lot of people do lose motivation if they got hurt and couldn't do the thing they loved anymore. Oh. So what would you say into that situation? Okay, so well, I was a college gymnast. And so I get the like extreme level of, of, of you know, of, of being an athlete. And when I wasn't doing gymnastics anymore, it was... I personally, I love like working out is something I've been doing since I was, you know, a kid playing sports or whatever. So it's when I was no longer a gymnast, I couldn't just give up completely personally. I needed, I needed to be moving somehow for people who are used to doing very extreme types of working out for the purpose of a sport or, you know, bodybuilding or whatever that is, you have to find a reason to want to continue. So. I what my advice would be is first of all writing down what how did it make you feel when you were doing it when you were in your like prime how did you feel was it great because you looked really good was it great because you had all this energy so first like figuring out what that is and then from there moving on into like incorporating it into your life like a, a mini version of that so if that's a 20 minute series of jump lunges or something I, I like this like doing small amounts of working out because it's hard to throw yourself back into, all right, I'm gonna go back to doing two days now. That is like aggressive, you know? So saying, all right, I'm gonna do 30 minutes of squat, 30, you know, not it's a lot of squats, you know, five minutes of squats, five minutes of something, five minutes and going back and forth for doing, you know, 25 minutes of that. In what happens I think mentally is you feel this, oh, I, I feeling of accomplishment and that will keep you going because once you feel like you cannot handle something I think it turns off that um, passion and we're just like I'm, I'm, not as well. I'm not even gonna do it what's the point what's the point of even trying yeah so yeah that's my my two cents on that is just even getting something in that feels good and even doing it with a friend we're virtually doing it with a friend whatever that is um, I, I agree with that. Now, um, especially working out with a friend, because that, that really does motivate you. Yeah. Especially if there's someone that's a, you know, a freaking buff that just wants to do nothing but work out all the time. Then you'd be like, okay, yeah, maybe I should. Right. Um, yeah. Find that friend. <laughs> but then at the same time, if you can't find that friend. Yes. Um, there's lots of workouts out there that you can do in 15 minutes at a gym. Yeah. So, like, like, hit, you know. You know, hits huge still, and I remember when hit became hit. You know, huge ten, fifteen years ago when people when it really started to take off. Um, you know, what kind of things do you um, you know kind of variety of things that you do you suggest for people? Okay, well, so I'm in. I think everyone has their own idea of like what feels good, and my advice would be do what feels good. Now, if you've got knee issues. You've like 
don't like jumping. You know, I'm going to say what I personally like and what some people around me uh, tend to like go towards. Um, and this is in terms of short workouts. So if I have 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, I would do uh, try to fatigue my legs. So that to me feels really good. I like doing like lunges, glute work, lying down bridges with a band. And you don't have to have a like huge cardio burst to be super, super effective. Just like I, I just did actually just filmed a 20 minute series and I'm sweating. Like right now my eyeliner doesn't look like. I just used a black um, booty band. I lied, I was lying on my side and did like 10 minutes either side and then did an ab series. And that for me, I sweat, like it felt good. It felt, and that for me is the biggest thing is something feeling good on my body. I don't really want to jump up on a, like on a box 15 times. Like, and if people do awesome, that's great. Maybe that's hard when you're in the apartment or maybe you're outside, but yeah. Do what feels good and do it. You do know, what do, feels exactly. good. It's better than nothing. And if that means, and if that's something you need uh, guidance on, then that's great. You should try multiple types of exercise. If that's, going, you know, doing sprints up the hill because you live right next to like a, you know, you've got this huge incline behind your, your building or you've got these heavy weights and you want to do some, you know, some deadlifts. It's that it's so to each his own. And I hate, so I don't like giving like a blanket statement of like yeah. what, what, you know, what people should do because everyone's body is really different. Oh, absolutely. And, and that was kind of what I was going with that. I mean, yeah. you can say, you know, I, I could say, oh, do this or do that. And you can say, do this or do that. But right. if that doesn't feel right, they're just going to completely ignore it and say, okay, well, they didn't tell me to do anything else. So I'm not going to do it. You know, right. it's, it's all about finding what your groove is. I mean, if you yeah. want to, if you want to go in and just do a three set, you know, you know, power arm day, you know, go and do a three set power arm day. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know? if, you, if you don't know, and I think also the, what I've had friends that say, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like when I'm at a gym, I get it because I'm watching people and there's weights. And then that, when that happens, you either, you can hire a, tra you know, a personal trainer. You can like, if you don't want to do the research, you know, YouTube's and, you know, and signing up for subscription services, but paying for a class is actually really great or a, or a personal trainer. It's really great. Even if it's a small amount of time, if you're like, I have this much money, I want to do a personal trip for a month. I'm going to learn some stuff and then do it on my own. Or I'm going to continue just once a week with someone. It's, it's a way to keep yourself accountable and learning how to like work your body properly instead of going, I just, some of these arms things and I, I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to, I think I'm done. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like to focus on, you know, um, in regards to, you know, physical fitness is mental fitness as well. Mm -hmm. Um, cause they, they are very one in the same, but you know, one affects the other and the other affect, you know, they kind of affect each other in different ways. Um, one of the things that, again, being that I'm a, you know, mental health guy with, you know, severe mental illness and stuff like that, you know, when I talk to people like you or other people like you, you know, it's, it's all about feeling good and making, giving yourself that motivation. But at the same time, when you're working yourself out and you feel better, you know, your mind is better as well. Right. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's like, I don't know anyone who's ever 
regretted their their workout they did. It wasn't like, oh, God, I shouldn't have done that run today. That's now I'm like, my brain's foggy. Like you feel good after you work out. Yeah. Um, and to even, you know, expand on what you just said, even when like um, someone like me who's bipolar, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm having a bad day or anybody that I know that has a, a bad, depressed, down day, if they force themselves to work out or go to the gym, there's no way in hell they're walking out of that gym still having that depressed moment. At least in that moment in time, the endorphins are kicking and you're out of that depressed mode. It might come back in 20, 30 minutes, but damn it, at least you had that break. Totally. My sister uh, has depression and she is someone who does not like to work out. It's When she's doing it, she's, she's fine and it's cool, but it's hard for her to get motivated. And that's where I am. I, that's why I work with her a lot. You know, I, I, so I have my own Pilates company and I send her videos every, you know, twice a week or something. And I check in on her because it's hard to make yourself do it. And she knows once she's done it, she feels so much better. And it's hard to think long-term like that. Oh, I, you know, after I do this, I'll feel good, but I don't really want to do it right now. So creating that inside, I think for her, I can just be for her creating a schedule of like, okay, 9am Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm not going to do five days a week. I'm going to do Monday and Wednesday, nine o'clock. I have set my alarm. I'm just, I'm going to set that time for myself to do it because that's, I know I'll feel good afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're you're 100% correct. And I, I learned that a long, long, long time ago. Mm. Now, one of the things that I find interesting about you is the fact that on top of all of this, you're an actress as well. Yeah. So how do the two intersect? Where where, where did that come from? Because you said you started off as a gymnast. Mm-hmm. So now it's like you, you kind of you kind of hit a fork in the road and said, screw it, I'm going to take both ways. I'm going to split myself in half and I'm going to do this. So yeah. what exactly did what exactly led you to the point where you're at today? So, uh, so I grew up, I went to school for acting. So that was my major. I went to like a conservatory style uh, program at Syracuse. I was always the person who did both. I did all the shows and I did all the work and I was a gymnast. And it's when I moved to LA, it was something like I, that was my, it felt like those two parts of me existed together. I, I never called myself like just, uh, and you know, at that point, I was a personal trainer, but I always was like, "This is my my." At that point, actually, it was like a side gig. I was pursuing more of the acting side, and then several years into it, I realized, "Oh, in LA, everyone does everything. I don't have to be one thing. I can do all of this, and that is part of me, and that is still part of me." So I would continue to work as an actress, I'd continue to teach and build my business, and. I think my, the way I teach in virtually, like I, I don't know if you call it performative because I guess you're performing, you know, you're, you're teaching, you're showing moves, you're so, but that's just me. I don't even consider it like, oh, that's like acting. It's like, it's before it's you're performing, you're, you're, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna expand on that and talk to you about some other things here in a moment. But I need to take a quick commercial break, and I'll be right back with you. Guys, ever wonder how I get this manly beard looking so good? It's all because of Viking Revolution. 
And at Viking Revolution, not only can you get some great beard bombs, but you can also get some great beard oils, as well as some awesome quick shower pads, which helps prevent you stanking up after the gym. Also, these great wet wipes, which helps prevent, you know, stanky after you know, going doo-doo. And also some pomades and some other great products, all at Viking Revolution. So do yourself a favor, go to dccoutproductions.com forward slash sponsors, click on the banner, and get yourself some of these great products. Viking Revolution, join the revolution. And today's show is also brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an app that you can use anywhere in the world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in order to connect with a therapist that fits your needs. BetterHelp you know, allows you to cut out the middleman, no insurance, no waiting rooms, nothing. You go on, you tell them what you need, and they give you what you need. And if that therapist doesn't fit your needs, they'll match you up with somebody else right away. You can text your therapist 24 hours a day, seven days a week from anywhere in the world, and they'll respond. Plus, you also get you know, your weekly visits where you talk for an hour and just do your normal therapy sessions. BetterHelp is, again, available on Android and Apple. Just go to the App Store and go ahead and download it or go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash SIPod. That's betterhelp.com forward slash SIPod to get 10% off your first month. So trust me when I say BetterHelp is the best option out there. Again, no middleman, no looking up on your insurance website just to find out a therapist that you have to wait three or four weeks for doesn't fit your needs and you have to turn around and do it again. Avoid all of that with BetterHelp. So go to betterhelp.com forward slash SIPod for 10% off your your first month. I can't talk today. 10% off your first month. Trust me. You won't regret it. All right, and we're back. Ooh. I had a stuttering problem there for a second. <laughs> yeah, blame it on, you know, I like that idea. Just blame everything on the everything. pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we blame it on everybody else. Might as well start blaming on, you know, on this. <laughs> This terrifying disease that people think is fake. Yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> Don't get me started. Don't me I know. Don't get me started. <laughs> this is supposed to be a fun episode. We're going to continue <laughs> to keep it fun. You know, tomorrow night I have a ABC news anchor on the show with me and the hour leading up to the presidential debate. So I know that is not going to be a fun episode tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of news and politics and this and that type stuff. So I'm trying to get all the funny out today and have a good, you know, positive enlightening conversation. All right. I'll try to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's pretty cool to be talking to a news anchor leading up to the damn presidential, you know, debate. That's gonna be, I'm kind of excited about that. So, so you said before the break that you're wanting to continue to do both. Yeah, I, so I produced, I, and I'm going to continue to produce my own stuff in terms of, I made a, a short film uh, last year that's at festivals right now, well, virtual festivals, and then I had to shoot something in April, but then the pandemic happened, so we did not shoot that film, and I have done a lot of web series, and I, and 
bunch of commercials and I can continue to do that because I have the flexibility and it's great. I think it's an amazing, these are two outlets that work together really well for me, the fitness and the performing. And it's, I don't know, I'm grateful to have both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to have, you know, acting plus something is always, you know, and it's, you know, an ideal situation because it's, it gives you an escape. Cause I mean that the world of acting can be stressful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's eh, nothing. But I think what's stressful about it is when people use it as like, I have to make enough money. I have to, that is my source of income and it's an art form. And so when you put pressure on an art form to pay the bills and live a certain lifestyle, whatever, it's really hard to make that work in a way that's conducive for you. And I feel as though I don't really have to put pressure on it to make me money and I can make money and it's fantastic and lovely, but I love it for what it is. I don't need it to um, pay my bills. So, and it does, and that's great as well. Um, But it's, I love it for what it is. Yeah, for the for the right reasons, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I've heard too many, you know, horror stories of, you know what, I'm going to make it, I'm going to move to L.A. or New York and just pray to God that it happens. You know, come in there with 500 bucks to my name and I'm going to make it happen. happen. And, and it does. Absolutely it does. Yeah. But there's all, for every one that makes it, there's, what, two or three that doesn't. And that stress level is... You know, yeah. crazy and has a different idea of making it as well. So that's correct. Yeah, it's, it's a tough. Personally, in my opinion, if you when you've made it in the entertainment business, is that when you can do nothing but entertainment? It might be five different types of entertainment. Like mm-hmm. I do this, I do stand up comedy, I do a lot of different things. When you can just maintain a livable wage in that business and call it a day then you've made it because <laughs> that is like something that you know doesn't happen every day so if you can manage that consider yourself one of the lucky ones right and if that's fulfilling oh and yeah friends and that's the interesting thing as i get older you know when i work and when i have friends about mine work and i've had friends go i thought like booking this would you know that's this is what i've been working for and then it happened and then i'm just thinking about the next job and I'm thinking about, and it, it's, it, you have to really check in with yourself and go, is this enough for me? Is this enough? And I think there's a lot of jobs. I don't, I just can, you know, use what I, my experience, but yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, yeah. It's, it's all about that self-fulfillment. Yeah. You know, it comes down again, back to what we were talking about earlier, mental wellness. Yeah. You know, if you're nobody in this world Regardless of whether it's your wife, your daughter, your mom, your husband, your brother, your priest, your, you know, your fitness instructor. Nobody in this world could ever make you happy. Yeah. The only person in this world that controls your happiness is yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're unhappy doing that grind of entertainment or doing that grind of being an accountant or doing that grind of, you know, driving an hour and a half every day to, you know, a job that you know you can do on your own at home, you know, find that solution. There's always another solution. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you would think in today's times, people would be like, oh, that's common sense. But it's still, you know, there's still that whole mentality from the olden days of, doesn't matter how much you like your job or not. If you have security at that job, work your nine to five, go home, drink a couple beers and you'll be fine. Um, and turn around and do it over the, again and, you know, enjoy your weekends and then hit the grind again and try to retire early because it's, it's never going to happen any other way. You know, it's one of those, it, and it, it's that, that mentality. My dad still has that mentality. You know, he, he's, every time I talk to him, he's like, oh, when you get in a real job, this is a real job. That's so funny. That is such a perfect thing to say. Yeah, no, I'm almost 40 years old. My That's dad's 67. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Such a dad. <laughs> Such a dad thing to say. It's like, yeah. dad, um, I'm doing pretty well for myself. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You don't have a real job. Like, okay, I don't have a real job. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's like, so my dad growing up, he worked in finance. He's, he didn't necessarily like his job. He, that was not his thing. But actually linking this to fitness he my parents also like real fit my parents are like the people when we go on vacation that they're like my whole family's at the gym like they do their hour at like 7 30 in the morning and it's it's great like it's very funny when i have a friend who comes like who's come on vacation with me they're like oh my god your family's so extra they're so like so into even for working out on their vacation but anyway because it's like part of our life right yeah but so for him his job, yeah, not a fan, but he plays soccer with his little buddies on Tuesday and Thursdays. He'd have his tennis on, on Saturday. For, so he found his outlet that made him happy outside of his job. And that just like goes to show how much fitness can have it this such an impact on your lifestyle. Now it can actually like make you happy versus going to work, going home, going to work, going home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, far too many people, you know, will find every excuse not to go to the gym because yeah. they're they're more comfortable just going home and yeah, it's easier. Sitting on the couch. Yeah, it's just it's easier. Fast. But the the easy road is not always the most profitable or the most beneficial road. Yeah. You know, that, that easy road just leads to comfortability, you know, a comfortability yeah. factor. Yeah. 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 You've got to push yourself and challenge yourself. If you're not pushing yourself and challenging yourself every day, you're going to get complacent and eventually it's going to affect not only your mental wellness, but your physical wellness and everything else in between. It's just one of those. And, yeah. And I think for some people, when it's harder to push yourself, you just make, you ask for help. And so if you know that you have an issue, a hard time challenging yourself in certain parts of your life, then you look elsewhere. Like you hire, you know, someone who has trouble starting their own business, or whatever, you hire a coach, There, you hire a personal trainer. You, like there's ways to help you face that challenge that you might find that it's really hard to do on your own. Absolutely. And I mean, there's also, you know, opportunities where you can just watch something on YouTube. I mean, you don't yeah. have to pay for anything anymore. No. I mean, everything's available for you on YouTube or um, health. If you still have cable, you know, there's still fitness channels on cable and stuff like that. There's opportunities out there. You just need sure. to be willing to look for them and yeah. find what works for you. 
makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy, stick with it. Definitely. Yeah. Unless it's, you know, coming home every day and sitting on your couch watching TV with a beer and a brownie in your hand. Um, I mean, that sounds fantastic. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and also, yeah, for those like five minutes or whatever, half an hour, it's so good. But after that, not so great. Yeah, no. But yeah. See, now I, I shouldn't have said the word brownie. Now I'm like oh, mouth watering. No brownies. <laughs> no keto brownies. Ooh, mm. No. <laughs> One of those deep, fudgy, chocolate chippy Ghirardelli brownies. Oh, I God, mean, yeah. oh my God. See, that's one thing that I miss about living in Florida or California is is the Ghirardellis that are like right around the corner from everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! Because yeah, I, I I miss that. <laughs> but anyway, enough about bad food. Right. No, no, no bad food. Bad Derek. Um, <laughs> so, what do you got going on for the rest of the year? How exactly are you going to continue to manage the rest of the year? That's a great question. Right now, I'm just taking it month by month or week by week. So I have built a, so I teach a live class um, five days a week. And then I have a subscription service that I've created a, like a library of Pilates of classes from beginner, intermediate, advanced, and then prenatal, so women who are pregnant, um, express classes that are just 20 minutes. And so that is for people who may not feel comfortable doing, you know, a, a, like a live class or their timing they just try to fit it in whenever they can. So it's, and it's really affordable. So there's eight, eight of each, eight classes each, and it kind of it mixes up every month. I'll add some, take some off, just switch them around a little bit. Um, and so I want to grow that. I want to grow that library of classes and continue to bring people from all over the world and the country to into that sphere, that type of um, work, because anyone can access it. And that's been the coolest part, actually, about um, moving all my stuff virtually is I'm able to reach so many more people than I was able to before, which yeah. is dope. Yeah. I mean, the pandemic, ha- you know, for creators, you know, has given a whole new outlet for us, you know, and cause people are now craving more content. They can't go to the movies. Um, A lot of the TV shows are stalled until next year. They're just now starting to get back to production, you know, unless it's a cartoon based car, you know, thing, Mm -hmm. they're not, they're not coming back out. Um, and so YouTube content or anything that's on demand on the internet that you can create yourself and put out there, YouTube views and content views are skyrocketing this year. And, you know, so it's given a lot of us an opportunity to really grow if we put our mind and body to it, which obviously you have. Yeah, I think it's really it's really neat that you can really reach so many people and that more people are, you know, ha- can't really do much else. So they have they kind of have to do this virtual, you know, well, that, yeah, I guess part of the country is open in terms of like studios and stuff. But for those of us who are inside and have to, you know, find other ways of working out, I think it's honestly like I never was. I kind of poo-pooed the idea of like Matt Pilates and doing it at home. I was never a person who worked out at home ever. I would never watch a video and do that stuff. I it just goes to show when you actually have to change your routine, you realize oh, oh, this is okay. like I'm 
feel like this a lot more than I thought. It's giving yourself the opportunity to try something that you might not have even had any interest in doing. I'm teaching something that I didn't even want to do myself. And now I love it. I'm going to continue doing it because my body has never felt this good or looked this good. So it's just like, oh, try something and just give it, give it some time to work. Yeah. I mean, and even then, you know, speaking from just in general terms, you know, creating habit takes at least 21 days, yeah. you know, so you've got to, you can't be one of those people that does it for three or four days and says, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, give it at least no. 21. Yeah. You know, the 21 thing is an actual, you know, proven scientific thing. I mean, just give yourself those three weeks. If nothing else, give yourself exactly three weeks. And you know, the funny part about that is one of my closest friends is someone who doesn't, she doesn't really love working out. And I told her to do my class for three weeks, two to three days a week. And I was like, I'm going to guarantee you're going to see a difference. I guarantee it. And now this is month three or something that we're doing it. And she's obsessed. And it was that feels so cool to make a difference in someone's lifestyle where she's so happy with the way like, her body is changing, with her energy levels. And it was just that those three weeks and she's, when, she, when she felt and saw a difference, it was that like switch, that on switch. I was like, oh, I did this. Oh, I can continue. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, who was it? Um, one of the people I follow on who's a big workout per person on Twitter today was like, you know, when I'm, you know, getting ready to stare down a 30 minute cardio set, I kind of said to myself, oh, you know, that's too much. So I'll break it up into 10 minute intervals. Oh, I can do 10 minute intervals time three, you yeah. know, and then during that last 10 minutes, it's like, oh my God, I got 10 more minutes. I'm going to die. And then that last, and then they're like, okay, I got five more minutes left. And then that last five minutes, I can conquer the world. You know, I, it's that minimal. Yeah. I am so the same way. I'll give myself like, I, I, if I go on a walk or a run, I'm like, um, you know what? I'm going to go for 15 minutes. And then that 15 minutes is like, I can add another five minutes. So no matter what you're, you're increasing, you've already met your goal and then you're just going over it. And it just, it feels like it's easier. Or if you just meet your goal, your 15 minutes. Great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, also, you know, making a goal for yourself. If one of those people that is goal oriented in a, um, and instead of your like your physical sense, you can't look in a mirror and say like, "I'll oh, see the changes." You may have lost a hundred pounds and you still don't see the results. One of the, one of the things I suggest, and I'm sure you probably would suggest it too, is you know just running like working up to enough speed or whatever the case, like to go do a five k. You know, go you know to write, sign up for a three mile run. I mean, there's tons of them every weekend across the country, you know, even during pandemic times, you know, so train, say, I'm going to go run this three mile, you know, this 5k. I mean, little things like that could even help motivate you. If you're oh, not, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's goal oriented. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's all about, again, you know, sending those goals to make yourself feel better about who you are um, yeah. inside and out. Totally. Yeah. So where can people find you? Um, Instagram, they can find me at, at Hillary Kerwin. Oh, H-I-L-A-R-Y-R-W-E-N. And um, I'm online, I'm at laprivatepilates.com. And there is um, a way you can, if you're interested in the subscription service, that option is there, or privates, or 
free videos, YouTube videos, you can just look me up on YouTube, Larry Kerwin. And yeah, and my uh, and Facebook LA Private Pilates. Yeah, and what the cool thing about it is, you know, you own a Pilates studio in LA, but because of the pandemic, anyone in the world can, you know, find you. Right, and so I don't own a, I don't own a physical studio. I just own a, the, my company is all okay. people's homes. So for the most, gotcha. pandemic, I'm, I'm still going to see people in person, at just like six feet away, but it's still totally, that maybe can make that happen. But, um, so now it's either outside, and or virtual gotcha yeah but you know again if you're in florida and you want to reach out to hillary you can get that option because again virtual or subscription service is fantastic yeah it's great it's so easy for anyone beginner and immediate advanced yeah and i love what you're doing i mean Thanks. you know i've seen so many people you know, do the the Zoom thing, whether it be a dance instructor or, a, you know, whatever type of instructor. And all I do is see him talking shit online. This sucks. I can't, I, I can't wait to, do it. but you're, you're speaking so positively about it because you found a new passion with it. And I, I love that. So, you know, it's so funny. Like I, I really did not think I would like it. And it's so fun. And so, and I think one of the biggest parts of working, doing Pilates is if you've got back issues, a lot of, I feel like a lot, a lot of people have like lower back issues right now. Any sort of injury or you're going through something or you're, whatever that is, Pilates is one of the best types of exercises for it because it's all supporting, it's all basic core work. So there's all types of modifications for any, any person. It's, it's a beautiful and it's incredible type of workout. And I think people compare it to yoga. For some reason, it's nothing like yoga, but... <laughs> it's, I remember this one guy met me and he's like, oh, it's like yoga, you teach yoga. I'm like, well, no, <laughs> I don't do that. Sure, you know, I'm doing that, so that's similar. But um, so, it, yeah, I think that's pretty incredible because you can reach so many people that have so many ailments on their bodies or they're older. It's, it's conducive to everything, anyone. Absolutely. And I'm like I said, I'm I'm so glad that you're excited about it because you know the excitement level really can show through. And if you're not excited about it, the people that you're training are not going to be excited about it. Oh my god, wouldn't that be the worst? It would be. <laughs> <laughs> Logging on, seeing. All right, guys. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do this we'll do today. We'll do the exercise. I'll watch you. All right. Uh, you know what? Everyone, just turn on your video cameras. I'm just gonna tell you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. sit here on my couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would suck. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is funny. I would love to see it. Actually, one of my friends who takes my class said she had gone out of the class so quickly. She's like, this yoga, she was doing a yoga. And she's like, this yoga teacher started yelling at us. She started yelling. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I feel like that's so anti-yoga. So you never know. I guess that all that stuff is good. Sounds like a good, you know, little mini sketch that I need to do on YouTube and put out. <laughs> <laughs> one, of those, one of those ones where I'm, you know, I, I play both parts. Yeah, yeah, I need to do it. I'm, I'm, oh, that could go, that could be funny as hell. There's some instructor who sits and like eating cake on their couch, and they're like, keep doing those apps, keep doing the apps, as I'm like watching you. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do both. The, the 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 stuff you know whatever they're eating cereal you know ice cream whatever just coming out of their mouth as they're you know yelling at you what the hell's wrong with you 
you know what? I think it's like a phenomenon and people would love it. And that's the kind of thing that would happen now in 2020. People would be so into that. They'd be like, oh, I love that instructor. They just yell at me in geeks in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. be, uh, you know what? The odds are that that would actually work for people. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The odds are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that would be. It... <laughs> people work in weird ways. People do. I know. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. That's, that's funny. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Yeah. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> Call me up. I'll be like, uh, I'll be in the schedule. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple friends I need to call. Then okay. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> but um, Hillary, it's been a pleasure talking to you tonight. Um, you are funny. You're great. Um, and I, again, I love your passion um for what you're doing because I mean it, it. We need more people to be passionate about this kind of stuff during this hellacious time. Yeah. The yeah. power of positivity. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. That it I'm is. glad I can help people. It brings me joy, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can definitely tell it does bring you joy because that smile just, you know, shines a thousand lights out the out of the room. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That was that was me, you know, being the charming, dashing gentleman that I am. Oh, so charming and dashing. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I had an, like a bite that was like my teeth didn't fit. So, so I'm glad my, my mouth is uh, worth all that money I spent on fixing my teeth. It's a beautiful smile. <laughs> but um, I hope everything works out great for you. I hope, you know, things continue to go strong and I hope that you come out of this healthy and better than ever. I thank you so much. You too. Well, I appreciate it. And I hope to talk to you again soon. Too. Thank you so much. No problem. We'll talk again. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was Monday. That was a nice little conversation with Hillary. She's really cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, not my typical conversation, but I need to change it up every once in a while. Um, especially with what's going on tomorrow. So tomorrow... From ABC News, Aaron Sanchez will be on the show. 8 p.m. East, 5 p.m. West, in the hour leading up to the presidential debate. So, you know, I'm really excited about this because it should be really, really fun. Um, we're not going to just talk just politics. We'll talk a little bit of everything. We'll um, have a little bit of fun with him because uh don't want to be too much of a downer. But knowing me, I probably will. Um, but... Come back tomorrow again. Aaron Sanchez from ABC News will be on the show. 8 p.m. East, 5 p.m. West, right here. And that is all, folks. So, until tomorrow, stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye.